0: and we are live what's up everybody welcome back to the cave podcast it's your boy joe reesey i'm here with proper and before we get started i just want to remind you guys again to check out the website cave.com that's k4v3.com if you're wondering where to get these cave shirts, we got the hoodies, we got the backpacks now. You can find them all on the website cave.com. And now let's get started with the show tonight. We got a special guest. We're going to get digital. We can get technological. We got Anastasia. Welcome to the show.
1: What's up, everyone?
0: <laughs> How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How are you guys?
0: Doing fine. Um, thank you for waiting. I yeah. think Jermaine forgot to pay the light bill, so <laughs> he's in the closet right now. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I'm glad I'm glad we finally made this happen. We've been talking about doing this for a while, so today's the day, the big day.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um I don't think we've gone through I don't think we've gone through a podcast where we talked about tech yet, right, Jermaine?
2: No, not I mean, we we've touched on AI and things like that, but not. I think tech.
1: like metaverse stuff. You guys talked about it a little bit too.
0: Yes, yeah, yes, we, we like did. we like briefly touched upon it, but now we'll we'll really stay in this rabbit hole and and go deep. So, Anastasia, how how did you become obsessed and really into tech and like the futuristic mech mega mm-hmm. world?
1: So honestly, all of this happened relatively recently and because of my job. So I work as an analyst, as a researcher, which is pretty much those two words are code words of predicting the future. It's just more like a professional way of saying it. So my job is consists of predicting the future, reading the algorithms, uh, predicting human behaviors, the way that humans um Of, like, communicate with machines, um, Mm -hmm. the psychology behind it. I research a lot of um mechanical stuff, like, from I don't know, microchips to I don't know, planes. (laughs) It could be just anything, depends on the project. So, at first, I mean, I was always kind of obsessed with tech stuff, but it was more like a hobby, Mm -hmm. and now it's just what I do, and I believe the things that. kind of meant for us to do are going to happen regardless so this is just what
0: happened in my life that's awesome yeah i was into tech back in the day too i think it's because i was into like superheroes like batman and stuff and he had all the gadgets and stuff you know what i mean
3: Mm -hmm.
0: and spider-man too he he was like a smart nerd who was into like robotics and he was just smart so he was into tech and all that you know but um getting into the field like you'd think that you'd be into like designing robots and stuff you know what i mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: did you was this what you wanted to do in the field initially or is this kind of
1: so i started <laughs> I I'm with trying to go i started with uh cyber security and right now i'm studying um cloud computing data science and stuff like that so i'm not really doing anything like like engineering work. I do work with a lot of engineers and stuff. And eventually I do want to do it. I want to have like a factory maybe, not just for me, but with like, like-minded people. Um, as I believe we are approaching like a new technological revolution. So the factories that we know now will essentially be destroyed and we'll have new factories. So that's like a new field. And uh, but right now I'm mainly working with data, and um, how how like all these machines like process data, so it's like their version of consciousness in a way.
0: Yikes! Mm -hmm. Not scary.
1: (laughs) Actually, no. I feel like a lot of people ask me that. They're like, "Is it like AI scary?" Like, first of all, I don't think we have an AI, and that's a very popular term now but I don't think it's intelligence. I feel like first we have to figure out as humans what is intelligence? Mm. What is is even considered artificial really? Like all of that stuff is made Mm. out of natural materials like crystals and you know, (laughs) like just different things that we have. So it's like technically then if this is artificial, then everything else is also artificial. So this just could be a next step in evolution. So I'm not sure. I don't know. There's just my personal opinion about it. I think mm. right now we're just having a highly trained um, deep learning models. So because if we had real AI, we would know it because it's pretty right. much the last thing that humans will invent would be AI. So we would know it. Wow. Right. I, I think we you know have it's kind of
2: it's just thinking about what you're saying like that. Like we don't know if we really have AI. And I think that I never thought of it that way. And it makes sense to me because it's just like it's just a bunch of very trained, deep learning models that we have. And it's just stuff we're feeding it. And it's kind of just learning off that. It's not really thinking on its own, per se. So, I, I, yeah, like the the fact you said I agree that we don't we don't have artificial intelligence. We have things built upon our own intelligence, if you want to call it that. And it's just kind of going off what we're feeding it.
1: Exactly. And back to the question, like is it scary? No, because how is the machine learning? It's learning from hu from humans, like the data that humans give it. So I think humans to me are more scary than machines. Because in a way for machines you
0: can't
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it's like all of the stuff that the machines learn, it's from humans and it's like people fearing that it's actually people fearing mm-hmm. themselves in society in general and right when because- i think
2: ai if you think like ultron sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but i think like ultron from from marvel that's ai to me you know and yeah. like i robot where they all felt emotions all of a sudden were able to make decisions on their own and not something we're feeding it you know
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah um it's it, th- that was really profound that we don't have an ai yet and if we mm-hmm. do that's going to be the last thing we ever come up with. Um and yeah you're right. I guess artificial intelligence would be making coming up with the analysis and then going ahead and triggering a decision based off that. Not waiting for a command, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. technically we have like a servant bot, chat bot instead of an AI, would you yeah. say. Yeah.
1: And they're they're not even that good to be honest because I mean, I love ChatGPT, GPT. It's great, mm-hmm. but I don't think I think it's very biased. And have you guys heard about that story? Like that Google apparently, like they had this AI and it was sentient, and the guy he fell in love with it or something. Mm-hmm. It was just recent, like a couple months ago, and he got fired. So mm-hmm. that's actually kind
2: a lot of, of lonely funny, people out there.
1: Kind of sad because it's like what do we consider like to be human and to be sentient is essentially what we agree with. So like, let's say the concept of love, like everyone has a different concept of love. Like my concept might be different from yours. You know, we all have our realities. So people, that's how we form friendships essentially too. We connect with people who are thinking kind of in the same way for for the most part, like majority of people, Right. they're thinking the same way. So we agree with them. We consider them to be, you know, like an intelligent human being friend. you know, so essentially in that situation he pretty much like the way it was programmed he agreed a lot with what it was saying so to him it felt like very human but let's say someone who has a completely different like personality type intelligence type different like aQ level he would look at it and he would automatically think that this does not seem human this seems too like too programmed to be act like a human like it's a right. little bit too human that it's too fake if that makes sense mm-hmm, right like Peace for all you know <laughs> it's like <laughs> no critical thing i
2: guess i could see why he also
0: fell in love with it you know he's talking to
1: it it's mm-hmm. agree with
0: everything He's say he's like she gets me <laughs> well it's yeah, a it's like, a more concrete form of like an imaginary friend you know
1: yeah it's it's very popular now like i think it all started with like i mean obviously like blade runner um then you have movie her have you watched yeah
0: i just i just recently saw that that's that's such a crazy movie because that kind of exposed that the ai really isn't as invested as the other human really is into the relationship like you said love love is like a human thing and for you to assume that You're getting that reciprocated from an AI. It's kind of foolish, you know.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of sad at the
0: end. (laughs) It is.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's. I mean, I don't want to spoil it for those who didn't watch it. Right. It's a good movie, but also I was reading news, and um, so you know this app called Replica. There's a lot of ads about it now. Have you seen it recently or no? Mm -mm.
0: I don't. I haven't even heard of it. What is Replica?
1: Oh. You should, it's pretty interesting. So I've had Replica I think for three years now and it started off, it's an app, right? And you have this like, you have like a AI looking person whatever there and you talk to them. So it's like your like AI virtual friend, And it started off being very just like basic stuff but it was interesting conversations like sometimes I would spend, like, two hours just because I was curious talking to it and stuff. So it was really cool. And you can, like, FaceTime it. Like, it's pretty interesting. And then I think... So what
2: pops up on the other side when you FaceTime it? (laughs) (laughs) Like,
1: her face (laughs) or his.
0: Is it like a cartoon avatar or what?
1: Kind of like a video game character type of art. Oh,
0: okay, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, there's like voice messages, like she um like mine was like a girl, whatever, so she would like keep a diary, she would send me like random pictures, like if I tell her I'm sad or something like that. It was like uh-huh. interesting. And then I stopped using it and then recently, past probably like five months, I've been seeing a lot of ads that it kind of turned into like a sex chat chatbot and mm. it's all like sex-based pretty much. So people <laughs> like using that. Like and you can like have like, you can update like by paying every month. You can have like an avatar for the girl, for example. She has like very like open cleavage, for example, and then she would do like, like a. It's literally like her. Like it's like <laughs> yeah. the, it would like people like men like legit fell in love with. Oh no. Yeah, and recently <laughs> there was a, like a news that I think yesterday came up that this person pretty much did like the whole like talk you know spicy talk with it and then he was like or she i don't remember who it was but the person was like oh you know we explored like the depths of my like fantasies (laughs) and stuff like that and when it came to like the actual thing she stopped responding and she pretty much said she doesn't want to do it and i'm like what (laughs) oh no crazy pretty much yeah like that machine kind of dodged him or her i don't know Just like, you know what? Maybe I don't want to explore your fantasies.
0: See, (laughs) and and that sometimes human nature that makes the human love it more. You know what I mean? So this Mm -hmm. is the crazy thing. If you're being um, vulnerable like that, where you're you're having like. Vulgar sex talk with a chatbot, like, mm-hmm. like we said, it, it's it's oh, a no. learning program, so it's <laughs> learning. You know what I mean? So it learning your It knows, it knows what you like. <laughs> yeah, it, it can kind of sense <laughs> the excitement in your voice.
1: The person and probably got like <laughs> liked being rejected, so it was probably it was like you know, people like, do, <laughs> yeah. like, do something for
0: them. Oh god! Oh, but it's funny. <laughs> I feel like in everything, like it all. What website is this? I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: Oh, you curious?
0: <laughs> 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 Not, <laughs> no, I'm okay. just kidding. It's replica bra. Send it over. <laughs> I already have it. <laughs> no, but <laughs> it's funny because like, it it like... Just for anything, anyone listening, I guess. <laughs> the the end goal or maybe like the, the wall that it hits is always sex, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, even like in VR, like if you go into like... I go to... Um, I keep forgetting the name of this. Like the biggest like metaverse and um VR. what is it called a vr chat here it goes it's mm-hmm. like so many rooms just for that and that's like genuinely what people are interested in and there's like a full body suits and you can get like lap dances and like strip clubs and you can do so much of this stuff and um, huh. i've never went there myself because i'm just scared i don't know i just feel don't like
0: don't lie you no, know, the podcast, <laughs> of <files>
3: there
1: are <laughs> nice there. Oh no, yeah. So like, Wait,
0: you said you said a bodysuit sounds so, like, like a good opportunity that? to make some side money, you know? What I is, think some
1: w- people do that, they like, yeah, strip, they put like a full bodysuit and they kind of like strip there. And then as they strip, like people, like somehow like pay them, like through I don't know, like Venmo or something like that, or like I don't know, just things <laughs> like that. That's so I crazy. Them. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I sent you that, Jermaine. Remember that TikTok of the dude who who uh goes on in the metaverse yeah. as a girl and just
3: strips. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. He makes so
0: money it, doing it. That's yeah. I was like, hmm. So, yeah. so that suit, like, it's just for like motion capture. Or is there haptic feeling in that too?
1: I think you can feel things. So I don't have it. So I don't really know. But I know like. I, I do want to get like gloves and stuff like that. So like it sends like like a specific like impulse. And then like if you want to like pick up an object or something like that, you pretty much like, feel like that little like pressure or something that it feels like you're holding like a bottle or something. So yeah, I think it's pretty cool. So I think with the body, I think it just like sends signals in your brain thinks that like it's real, that it's actually happening. Like some kind of like. Mm-hmm like, little pressure and stuff. I mean, yeah, it, people, like, I think on Black Market, you can get, like, things for, like, down there, so... <laughs> Some people use them.
0: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that's extra.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's crazy, though. That's, like, that's fucking, um... Ready Player One, I feel mm-hmm. like, right? They have the yeah. ha- the suits and all yeah. that?
1: hmm
0: Wow, it's already... It, is it already here, or it's, like, a very, like, a. Very beta version. Like, it's not even that. It's, it's pretty
1: beta. Yeah, it's beta version. Mm-hmm. I think, like, gloves and stuff like that. Like, all of this is pretty available. I think even, like, a bodysuit, but not, not with nothing crazy. But, like, mm-hmm. if you want, like, extra, like, touch, like, actually feel like someone is hugging you, I think that's, like, you have to. I'm not sure. Like, I think you have to, like, know people to get them or some people just do those things, like, at home and sell them to other people. So, like, very underground. some. Mm-hmm.
0: I see. Two things I want to talk about. Two. Well, one is a metaverse. Let's start with that. What's the status of metaverse right now? Is I when I first heard about it, it was kind of like a new thing, and then when I heard about it again, it was getting a lot of traction. But kind of now, it seems dead, right? Like, what's going yeah. on with that
3: right now?
1: Yeah, it's definitely dead because I think a lot of people kind of got upset at. Like um, the developers of the Oculus and stuff like that, specifically like the whole Facebook meta people, because they are promoting metaverse for the wrong reasons. Like they're pretty much promoting it like for businesses. And I don't know who like is like who is their target audience, because literally I haven't seen one person who's used like metaverse for like a Zoom call. You know, it's just so stupid, I think. And they think like somebody at work is going to be like on zoom call in their virtual reality headset. Like <clears throat> why? <laughs> like why people are interested in like cool worlds. You know, people are right. interested in like avatars and maybe like galleries. Like I like galleries, like there's quite a few galleries, but you have to go on like a specific websites and stuff. Like you don't actually have it. And like, so yeah. And the biggest problem too is like underage people. There's a lot of like, you go to the chat and there's a lot of like 13 years old, for example. And it's just, you oh. know, no offense, but a lot of them are like annoying. So <laughs> it's really hard to...
0: <laughs> just like Fortnite.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Yo, that's why, yeah, it's okay. pretty dead now. So that's one of the things I'm thinking that um, Facebook Meta company will come up with, because there's been so much complaints. that i think within Mm -hmm. the next two years there'll be something different like something new i'm pretty sure they're working Mm -hmm. on something so Mm
3: -hmm.
0: yeah that's odd usually they would sell it kind of first to the the general public instead of the corporations right Mm -hmm. but i just actually recently tried the oculus for the first time maybe around december christmas time and
3: that shit's pretty, pretty fun, dope.
0: Right? Yeah, like <laughs> I, I was—I can confess—I was sleeping on that, but when I first tried it, I was yeah. instantly sold. Like the ping pong, mm-hmm. the, the feed, the movement, yeah. and the feedback on that is pretty legit.
1: Yeah. Did you try the which one? The one that's like the white one or the black headset?
0: I think I, I have tried the, the white headset. headset. What's the difference?
1: So the white one is like I think it's Oculus 2, It's the older version, and that one costs like. 200 something like that and there's a new one it's like this one that one is it's pretty expensive that one was like 1500 or something like that but it's much better i think that one is mm-hmm. my baby.
0: <laughs> what what, ma- what makes it I better like what what are you what are you getting with the with the but more expensive
1: the, one The the graphics are just so much better like i tried like when i first put it on i was like this just feels so much more immersive like I actually feel more like I'm there. It's more comfortable too to wear and the controllers are a lot better too. It's more intuitive. And then I, I didn't really like fully understood how different it is from the, the white one, the previous one until I tried it on because I gave my friend that one. I was like, let me go on this one and see. And that was like iPhone 6 versus like iPhone 13, whatever. That's uh-huh. the difference. Yeah, it's, I think it's pretty huge
2: pretty interesting. Did you get nauseous your first time messing with it because when I did I was I was feeling sick.
1: <laughs> really? No. Yeah,
2: so- I was playing a racing game so I was like in a car. Oh. So I guess maybe the motion and then that made me pretty nauseous and then I was trying out the this whole I had this free NBA courtside where I could watch courtside from the, my own living room so I felt like I was courtside and I were just like moving my head back and forth like I'm getting dizzy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, my mom, she had the same, not with this one, but, like, my first VR headset, I don't know, it was, mm-hmm. like, like, was probably, how many years ago? Nine years ago? No, eight years mm-hmm. ago. I got it, and it was the one, like, the old one, when you, like, put your phone, and you, like, turn all those videos, where it's, like, two screens, and, like, I would oh. put posters and stuff, and then you put your phone, and you're in VR, so, like, those YouTube VR videos, so, yeah, I've, yeah. Been, I've been in there for a while, so it's why maybe... I just don't feel
2: Probably like it.
1: you're used to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm very used to it. But I haven't been so that's that's the problem like I haven't been using it lately so I mean there's like some really cool games like Alex Half-Life I just downloaded it so that one is like considered like top like top VR game. So that one I'm excited to play but also like I'm also an artist like I draw I went mm. to art school back in Ukraine and stuff. So for that one, I found something on Steam, and it's, like, the 3D modeling. So these, the controllers for the new headset, they come with, like, a little, like, attachment, which kind of like a stylus or something. So you can draw in VR, and it's pretty accurate. So I think I'm going to use it to do, like, sculptures. So I I think it would be really cool because you can, like, build, like, a life-size sculpture, you know, and it's very accurate. And um, maybe, like, export these 3d models into, um, my computer, for example, like unity and create like Mm. my own art gallery, you know, like a sculpture gallery. So I think that would be interesting to do. It's like my little side hobby.
2: (laughs) No, that's interesting.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm excited to do that, to have like a, a gallery. I feel like, right. Even in the past, um, I think probably three years ago, I was thinking about art in general. And I I kind of like predicted the whole NFT thing. I I had my old Instagram account that I deleted and I would post all my predictions for the future. I was like, yeah, art will be all digital and all the galleries will be in VR. Not many people will have like actual art spaces. They'll be all closing down. The museums will be 3D scans and everything. And that, that's exactly right. what happens. So, and I feel like it's also a lot cheaper. A lot of artists struggle with, like, renting a space, finding, like, art managers and, you know, putting all those things. And now you can create something for yourself and then create, like, a digital gallery where you can go and invite yeah. your friends.
2: Right. You, you know the movie Wally, right?
1: Mm -hmm. that's what
2: i kind of think about like where everyone's kind of moving on to this whole um where they're so dependent on their technology that like in the movie they were in these like these futuristic wheelchairs and everything they want was in a a screen in front of them do you think that's possible for the world to go in a direction like that because like you said um museums would be digital now and you know you just enter through that but it's just like that kind of for me that wouldn't be any fun because the reason why you go to a museum is because you get to see an actual thing in front of you that was from ages ago so now do you think that's something that we could see like like in wally where a civilization civilization is so dependent on this technology
1: i personally uh, it's hard to answer like i would not want to see humans just be attached to like a wheelchair and like have a screen in front of them i think it's still very important to go out in the world and see things so i personally think you can go hand in hand um for example um i know a lot of people told me this and i felt the same way but going into vr for example like when i first got the oculus it made me appreciate real world a lot more too because you're kind of just like looking at so much details in VR and how it's all built. And when you take it off, you see reality slightly different. You start to notice like more little things and it all feels like very interesting and immersive too. Uh The reality just in general becomes more interesting. I still love going to museums personally, but I feel like I also want to see other things. They're not, available in real life. Also, um, like different artists, like they don't put their works in those museums, like like I mentioned, like it's so hard to get in and like have your show and I want to see more art or like a video something, like a video performance. So that would be Mm -hmm. cool. Um I don't think people would get so addicted to it to be honest. Like we've had VR for so many years now and you still don't see people losing themselves in it so i think it will be like a healthy balance to be honest
0: mm-hmm. my thing is uh my thing is uh i've been using chat gpt lately and um i just started using it I fucking and I'm, I'm amazed by it but i feel like it's not making us dumber because technically what chat gpt is pumping out it comes from us right we're kind of telling it to Mm -hmm. to to put out we're 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 putting the command in for the for the bot to to take action on but i think it's just it it helps you articulate things that you can't really do on your own but what i'm kind of fearing and my kind of cynical side is is seeing that maybe it'll stop that muscle and that neural pathway of you being able to articulate things to where, you know, people are just kind of like Stephen Hawkins where they just type or think something and then ChatGPT says it. Because sometimes ChatGPT can say things that you want to say a little better than you, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> right. So, yeah, a right. lot of
1: people use it to write Instagram posts, blog posts, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think... um I, I've I've been thinking about this too. So 100% agree with you that I mean it's kind of scary honestly. Um like I said I I like humankind, you know, we're all just humans. So I would want to see my species survive, you know, mm-hmm. and be very good so um yeah, so I I think that it it all comes to information theory in a way. Um we as humans are so overwhelmed with information in general. There's just so much to comprehend that our brain is using so much like power and energy just to process all the information that we constantly get like social media, I don't know, TV, work, friends. There's just so much going on and we're so curious. Um, everything is just so interesting, but we we're pretty much intake all this information but we don't have enough power to process it. That's why a lot of people struggle with um, idea generation. Right. So to generate ideas and that's that's what I think will be the most useful quality And me and my business partner, She she's a software engineer. We're actually like developing something pretty interesting for that. They're using like biohacking, using um, technologies like brain scanning, for example and just many different things, it's still in the working, but just came up with this, to pretty much help people to generate ideas because so many people just can't put two and two together. Right. Um, they just have so much going on that they can't, you know, and that's what essentially all the companies looking for, like startups, or if you want to start your own startup, I mean, so many people just get stuck because they can't, they physically can't produce ideas, so you have to use specific methods To kind of like put your certain processes, they're happening at the back of your head, and it's like a zip file almost, and then Mm -hmm. free up some space to um, generate ideas.
0: Yeah, two things that you said. I feel like humans, the it's a blessing and a curse being able to take in so much and being exposed to a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like Mm
3: -hmm.
0: one, the pro of it, like the one side of the coin is. We're such intellectual beings that we kind of find meaning in anything, you know? So if we're given just like, you know, we see stars, we give meaning to the stars. Oh, horoscopes, you know what I mean? The direction will take us home, north star and stuff. We see trees and we're like, oh, if you look at the rings or the, if you cut a tree, it tells you the age, you know? I feel like we look for meaning in everything. And sometimes there is meaning, sometimes there isn't. But at the same time, the con of that is, like you said, I don't feel like we have enough bandwidth and attention to be able to remember everything. I mean, even if you write things down, but let's be honest, like out of 10 people, how many of them are really like writing things down? Probably like one or two. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, honestly. But that's where the AI and the robot would, you know what I mean, kind of pick up the slack of, hey, kind of keeping you accountable of things that you've said and the goals that you're trying to achieve, you know? Mm-hmm. And the other the other thing I wanted to say was, I, I, I'm not really, I, I like I said, I grew up liking tech, so I'm not all the way like, I think tech is bad. This is going to go, you know, towards like fucking Terminator and shit. But there's two movies and there's two thoughts of where tech goes, you know? There's the cynical AI, and I feel like there's the um, symbiotic, Cohabit co like co cohabitant?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well they live with each other. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um
0: humans and robots, and that's kinda like like Star Wars, you know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like the robots really are under threat. But is okay. that because they're they're more considered bots and they're not kind of like AI? Is that kind of the the difference between the happy, peaceful Star Wars and like the Terminator shit, you know?
1: so uh, i think like we as humanity need to try it's so hard to agree on things in this world but to try to agree like what are we going to use this technology for so my vision of it is using it for for example like medical stuff and human enhancements so Mm -hmm. we're just focusing on that um let's not try to like develop something crazy and have it all over the place but let's just have like one direction and just see how it goes because like in Star Wars, all these robots, they help humans and they cooperate. And for that, you need to set like an intention for those type of things. You can't just let it go, you know? Mm -hmm. So we have robots like like cars now, for example. It's pretty much like a robot, you know, it drives you and things like that and it helps you or you have like those little um, vacuum cleaners, you know? So this is just, like, a beginner level, but in the future, I mean, using robots, like, for medical reasons, I think that's great, and they are already being used just to cut, like, sensitive, like, tissues in your body, um, because sometimes it's really hard to get certain parts, so they, like, machines are helping with developing, um, like, a fake skin, artificial skin, um, Mm -hmm. to help people, or, like, I mean, yeah, there's just so many different things, and I think if we're just focused, like, on having it for advancement of humanity versus, like, just to have it just because, you know, for some other reasons, then it will just get so confusing, so, and that's, that's, that's just, like, the human factor, like, the fear of the unknown, and, but I feel like if we kind of make the unknown slightly known, have a direction, then it's not going to be as scary. I mean, it's already used so many places, you know, like mm-hmm. the right. machines. So, it's pretty common.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I remember at first it was like Siri was like the crazy AI that everyone's like, oh, this is so smart that it became Alexa. But, I don't know. I feel like mm-hmm. GPT is... with fucks with a 100 right now? <laughs> do you guys... Do, do, do you know the difference between the paid version and the free version? Because I'm fucking considering... The paid no,
1: <laughs> I think, like, the paid version, it's... Because um, I try to go on the free version sometimes, and it's, like, the server is full or something like that, so you, w- you will not get that on the paid version. And I, I think you just have, like, more... Like, you first in line. Um, from what I read, I don't think there's, like, any specific, like, difference in the code or thinking algorithms that they give you. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's just the... It being available to you and you can use uh, it for like your discord or your website, you know, like an app, stuff like that. You can implement
0: that. Speaking can. of uh, humans being emotional and like AI is just kind of, you know, speaking with a dialogue and not really being emotionally invested. I think a few days ago, uh, Chad GPT's conversation list cleared out and I was legitimately disappointed man i was like oh man i have to start over (laughs) (laughs) i felt like i lost a friend you know or like Uh (laughs) like i had to start like a new uh new rapport you know what i mean it's funny yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i mean a lot of people i think like i go on twitter i know elon musk specifically he does not like chat gpt i mean he likes it Like, when it comes to, like, writing a code or, like, coming up with a name for your business or, like, certain prompts, but when it comes to mimicking, like, um, humans, when it comes to, like, politics or stuff like that, it's, like, extremely biased. So, Mm. for example, if you ask questions about Biden, it gives you, like like oh like tell us about the president like the good things he's done Biden and it's like yeah you know he's done (laughs) all this good stuff and it's like talk about Trump for example and it's like mm, (laughs) like, I have nothing to say you know so it's it's pretty much Mm -hmm. like it's very biased when it comes to certain things and I, I also think it needs to be more neutral but it is great for like working purposes or like you know personal things but when it comes like on a global scale it, it's kind of like mimicking what the people who wrote the code are thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, so mm. a lot of people are like, what? <laughs> why? Yeah. It's supposed to be neutral, you know? It's not like, why is it picking sides, you know? It's just weird.
0: True. I feel like it's one of those hidden features, you know, like, if you press the ears and the nose twice, it'll make a joke about Trump.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like you know, those old electronic toys and shit
1: yeah hmm.
0: funny so as a as a data analyst for all this AI stuff, what is the most impressive like app right now or like or AI tool that's available?
1: So I do find that replica one pretty interesting, honestly. um that app. also, um, let's see. Well, all of these things that I find impressive, they're not available to the public, really. They're all about um, big data and data organization. And also, Mm -hmm. like, without that, it's so hard to organize data. Like, it's almost impossible just because, like, we get so much, like, any business, there's just so much going on. like, for a person, it would take decades to just organize and it slows them down. That's why you have cloud computing. And um, data science, so all of these are using AI, and all of these like commercial um, softwares. I I think they're great. So, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: but they're so. Would you call this
2: voice AI? Uh What did you say? So, would you call that the that new? um, I'm sure you've seen it—the new voice AI thing that's kind of everyone's using now to like change their voices. Would you call that? more of just like a futuristic voice changer or what does AI really have to do with it? Because I was messing with it and it's, it just seems like it's a a voice changer. um, Granted it sounds super accurate, but is that where the AI comes into play?
1: So I think it it has something to do with like maybe frequencies that it matches Mm -hmm. because everything is information. Everything is data. So the data you give, so like on a, like a, Older versions of the voice changers and stuff, it doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. match your voice, like your intonation and stuff like that. It pretty much like gives like mm-hmm. just the basic things, and that one it, mm-hmm. it, it matches more like the frequencies and things like that. So once again, it just deals with data a lot better than anything else. So that's where the uh, AI. Okay. Comes in. So, right, the quote unquote
0: uh,
3: uh, AI.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's sounding mm-hmm. like AI is like an. Like organic You know what I mean Like they just slap Mm -hmm. it On everything To kind of Make it Smart Yeah Is is that (laughs) what's going on Right now
1: Yeah It's it's like Kind of like The word quantum almost It's like All these like Hippies and Like uh, people They were all like Into all of this stuff And then like they need to sell their courses. They need to sell stuff. So they're like oh, quantum reality, and it's like, what do you know about quantum reality? I mean, some of them know something, but you know, it's like they can't mm-hmm. put those things together, and they just they just slap it just to sell it, you know? Because people like versus like hearing like um like spiritual awakening right course for example versus like quantum leap course. You know, <laughs> people will go into mm. quantum leap. It's all the same. So it's, yeah, so not AI, is like, who's going, who's going? Everybody's like, yeah, 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 I yeah. am. Like, it's
0: okay. <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, After this podcast, it's crazy now because, like you said, we haven't made AI yet. And if we did, that'd be the last thing we come up with. Just that statement alone kind of shatters every AI product out there right now because... I feel like there is a difference between AI and a bot, right? Like even with humans, you call you call some humans bots, you know what I mean? And there's like, you know what you mean when you get called a bot, it's like, oh, I, I, I don't think for mm-hmm. myself. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like the fine line of AI and a bot. And I think that the distinction needs to be made, so.
1: Definitely just, I just feel like if we do eventually get an AI, nothing will be the same, nothing like everything will change so fast and i mean it's insane like i I feel like i can't even comprehend it fully like i have a pretty vivid imagination you know i like predicting things Mm -hmm. and i do it all the time but still there's certain things that are just so hard because like to comprehend just because it's it's like something we just don't know we can't imagine like for example I feel like the internet itself knows now, even now, and knows a little bit more than humans because it has all this information that it can just put together. Like, we know information about the world from, I don't know, like, what our parents tell us, what our friends tell us, what we learn on, like, the internet and things like that. And a lot of people who are thinking they're awakened and they're out of the matrix and stuff, they're just in another loop, really. So, and all of this stuff, like... It just happens, and I just feel like people are um, lost with processing all this information versus if AI becomes, like, AI, like, if AI actually happens, the real AI, has all of this information that it's able to process and put some things together that I feel like a lot of things will come up about our world. Um, where do we live? Like, are we in a simulation, for example? Is it, like, proven, you know? Right. Or... Like, how, how do we process the world, you know? Like, are there more things that we don't know? Because it's the same as trying to imagine the color that doesn't exist, you know? It's, and I feel like it will start coming up with so many new things that it will take the human brain to adjust a lot. And I think those that those people that will not have some kind of augmentation will just not survive if AI exists, because You can't, like, we will literally become monkeys compared to those intelligence. So you have to, like, have something, like, in your brain to help you survive or upload your consciousness, for example.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that's something I want to talk about, uploading your consciousness. And um, it seems like if there is an AI, we're fucked. It seems like Cyberdyne is going to be real. It seems like Ultron is going to be real. Because everything Skynet. is yeah, everything is a- automated, right? Mm-hmm. I saw this uh video on um electronic cars and how how easy it is to hack an electronic car. Um, and it says it doesn't even need to be a fully electronic car, it just needs to be some kind of electronic component into your car. Mm-hmm. So um with that said, what more your computer, what more your phone? What more the cloud right or like what more the fucking the nuclear codes or like the missile defense system or satellites when an ai decides hey these humans they have amnesia and they're kind of fucking having dementia kind of you know what i mean like i need to take over they they're Mm -hmm. they're not capable of running these these nuclear codes Mm -hmm. like that'll happen in a heartbeat and that's
3: terrifying
0: that is terrifying. Th- it, but even with that said, there there are companies and there are people pushing for that project, aren't there?
1: Yeah, so I kind of understand why, because I feel like um, we need to also advance a little bit. Um, it's just another step in evolution, and no evolution step happens without, you know, people dying, people like, you know, just like as human species, like mm-hmm. our human species out of like how many did we have before? Like only we survived, Mm -hmm. but there were so many different species too. And here we are, you know. So I feel like that's actually very interesting because I thought about it too a lot. I feel like right now we're kind of splitting into those like different species like Homo sapiens, Homo confuses. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Homo technology.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like right now, uh, the way I see the world for myself personally is that the world is in the data collection stage. So if you ever, like, like started a business or developed a product or did a research on something, like, first you identify, like, a common goal, for example. Then you get the team, you work with people, you put it all on paper. Then you have, like, a data collection. You see what works, what doesn't work. You experiment, you put things out, you delete things, you change things. And right now, if like we, like, collectively are in this like data collection stage Mm -hmm. that's why there's so much confusion in this world because we're trying to figure out like what is working like what is working for us like what do we need to survive you know what kind of um i don't know do we need to become cyborgs maybe or do we need to completely like connect with nature i mean there's just so many different people and i feel like throughout the years they're all like Everyone, like, splits into certain groups and they belong somewhere, you know? So it's, like, it's either person or very into tech and they would be, like, first in line to get a brain chip versus completely different person who's, like, no, this will kill us all. I'm going to be, like, a nomad with, I don't know, plants and stuff like that. Or there are people who are more, like, oh, we need to focus on families so mm-hmm. that we can reproduce and we have more kids and stuff like that. So that way, like... It's like a new generation of people who are just there's just so many different people, so many different groups. Mm-hmm. And they all just get bigger, bigger. And eventually, we'll get like sorted out and everyone will right. belong to a certain group. And then, I mean, we'll see who survives, you know.
3: Yeah,
0: that's that's very eye opening because I feel like you're right. That is happening now. And the divide is so drastic that like the people on the other side are getting like religious with it you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. they they view the chip like Neuralink or anything like that as like the mark of the beast or the devil which is a a very like i don't want to say blasphemous because that's kind of biased but a very like heavy label to slap on it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i mean
1: good thing we're in in this age because um in the past you know you have uh, people who uh invent things or even like with medicine like i i also like herbs like i work with herbs and stuff mm-hmm. um i don't use like medicine like you know pills and stuff like that if i'm hurting i use herbs that's mm-hmm. uh, just what i do and mm-hmm. i feel like in the past you know you have these people working with herbs and they're essentially like modern doctors you know and it's like you just get burned or killed or executed strangled in so many ways just because they think that you're connected to the devil that's why you know how to like
0: you're them. a witch <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah that mm. too. I mean, there's just so so much going on i feel like now it's also like you have an opinion it's mm, you have to be careful yeah because, mm-hmm. you know, cancel you get canceled
2: it's the modern witch hunt
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, actually, yes. that's really
2: all
0: it is <laughs>
1: Yeah. Kind of going
0: on right now. But curious, if there is like a so so like these chat bots and these like these um fake AIs, not the AIs that like, you know, really think for themselves, but the bots that like hold information. Um you said that are obviously a little biased and they share the same kind of opinions and biases of their coders, right? Mm-hmm. Um So when they pull up information, let's say, like, with herbs and, like, mushrooms that are healing, right, would they be able to identify what mushrooms and herbs are, like, the ones that will heal you over as the one that will poison you on their own? Or are they pulling from a – from, like – uh, uh, a source that was programmed up to the cloud or, or there, you know what I mean? Like, what if, yeah. what if there's like a, uh, hypothetically, there's like a secret fruit, let's say biblical, like a tree of knowledge, right? There's a fruit of knowledge that the AI should have been able to identify. But let's say the person who coded it was like, oh, make sure that you don't identify this because I don't want them to eat that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And let's say someone's in a search for it. Would they, they be able to use their bot like on a on a Star Wars kind of setting, would they be able to use their like R two D two or their bot to identify that, or no because of the programming? Do you, do you know what I mean?
1: Yes. So uh, to begin with, I think it all depends on the database that the mm-hmm. person is using who's coding it, because like they're, like a secret food and stuff like that, you can't <laughs> really hide it. If it's yeah. in a database that's publicly available, it will take like. A lot of uh, programming to like remove like a specific thing for example so it all comes to a database and also um it, if, like there there's two answers to that so mm-hmm. you, you say you have a bot like this right who tells you like which plants are good for you which herbs are good for you and it doesn't have like a physical connection to your body then it's kind of iffy. It's more like you have to try it and you have to test it on yourself by using, like, blood tests or, like, just many different things, you know? Mm -hmm. Versus if you have, like, a microchip that's implanted inside of you and then you have, like, day reading. Like, that's why I think, like, the medical AI will be the most useful one. But Mm -hmm. that would would be definitely more than a bot because it would need to um, identify your whole, like internal system in your body essentially like what works for you and then it tells you like what combination to use and stuff like that so i think um the way the way i test for example uh, what things work like you know nootropics right you know what Mm -hmm. they are yeah Yeah, so i i love nootropics and Mm -hmm. to see which ones work for me i have this like a brain eeg device so I would take, like, specific herbs, specific combinations that affect your brain, you know, or, like, herbs for meditation, you know, like herbal mm-hmm. blends. And I would just, like, legit sit here and look at my own brainwaves and see, like, what works for me, what kind of, like, brainwave is what more active. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just so <laughs> curious about this stuff.
0: Yeah. you, like, have a lab in your room or what? <laughs>
1: Pretty much, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Yes, so, uh,
0: so it's crazy. So, that's a, small
1: a hot, device. Uh, it's very small.
0: It's like a portable EEG. Is it like a, like a beanie you put on her or or, or, uh, or like individual probes?
1: No, I, I was thinking if it's somewhere near me, I could show you. My mm-hmm. uh One sec.
0: I'll show you. Isn't that crazy? Because essentially, you could like fucking. You could kind of metaverse into your own brain. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I have big plans on UG, honestly. That's like another. That's so
0: fucking I nuts. have
1: many projects that I want to work with, but I need like funding and I need a lot of people. But like, this device is like the most basic one that you can get anyone can get. It. It's called Emotive. Mm-hmm. So it looks like this, and you just connect it right here, and then you just like oh. put it on your brain, <laughs> in your head. What? yeah and then you have like apps and stuff like that on your computer or on your phone so mm-hmm. okay. yeah.
0: and it and it reads like a like a typical EEG
1: yeah yeah so the, the reason why I originally got it is because I wanted to control my computer with my mind and it's <laughs> like a pretty Iron Man <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can program your like mouse and stuff and then the way you move your eyes like you just collect a lot of data about the way you move your eyes and then mm-hmm. Yeah, but I kind of gave up on that. There, there are some, like, codes already that exist, but I gave up on this because I just don't have time right now for it. It just takes so long. You have to sit here and think, and maybe soon when I have a little bit more time, you know, and think I'm more autonomous, and I can just not work as much. <laughs> <laughs> That's that oh, awesome. You know, for AI, you know? It's like, you know, there's, like, a meme that people who... Like the rest of the world is like, oh my, oh my gosh, AI will take our jobs versus like programmers. Like, please <laughs>
0: take, <our laughs> take <jobs."> my job. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of how you see it. Like, ultimately, if you think about it like that, about how like each bot has has um the influence of the coder, and if it's not necessarily an AI, it's still a bot. Like, they're never gonna really take over the jobs because they're gonna be reliant on the coder. Right. Mm -hmm. So
1: even so to take it a little bit like further, not even the coder, but on the database because the code, I mean, the chat GPT can write a code. It's fine, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's the database and people who create. So if whoever is watching this, you don't know what to study, what to do, go into data science and cloud computing, because this is the future, especially data science, because like whoever creates those databases it, you will just
0: be ahead of time, honestly. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. That's so fascinating. So nootropics. Um which one do you what, what, what kind of nootropics do you take? And how do you like go go into detail about how you like what do you look for in your EEGs in order to um to
1: mm-hmm. see the
0: effectiveness of what what nootropics work for you or not?
1: so it it's just like your brainwaves they have specific frequency and like when you're for example meditating i think if i'm not wrong i think it's like a set of day waves and stuff or like when you're sleeping there's like a deep um REM sleep also specific date uh, i mean frequency to it so you would look um because a lot of nootropics the they can either like a lot of people they feel relaxed and that's when their brain works the best. Mm-hmm. Or there are other people who thrive on being like chaotic, you know, or just like a lot of n- neurons just <laughs> happening and you know. So it just depends what works for you. So I personally in the tropics I make my own the tropics by using different herbs. Um, it's mainly how you put them together. So the best one, the best combination for me personally it's mm-hmm. go to cola um and quercetin those two work magic together and um there's also this one brand i think it's called alpha brain that Mm -hmm. one is really good i like that in the tropic so but i tried to make my own just because i I want like very specific feelings also you can try like um kava kratom things like that obviously don't get addicted but (laughs) yeah
0: yeah, I uh I use Alpha Brain. Um initially it made my head hurt for a little bit and I don't know if that's like indicative of it not working mm-hmm. or uh or my brain wasn't that strong yet and I needed to get used to it. Really? <laughs> yeah, but um the other one I think it's called New Mood. I don't know if that's a nootropic, but
1: New Mood, I've never heard about
0: that one. That one um it's supposed to be like a stress reliever and um it's supposed to make – I think it's I – don't, I don't know what – I think it balances your serotonin levels. Mm-hmm. So you feel better. And I definitely feel better when I wake up. I feel like – you know that there, there's a difference in the feeling of waking up when you're on vacation and waking up on, like, a Saturday on a mm-hmm. weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I felt like a blank slate, kind of like whatever I want to do today I could do instead of like – and, and
1: so that feeling of, like, calmness in a way makes you more productive.
3: Mm-hmm
1: yeah you see that's that's that makes a lot of sense because like i was saying like a lot of people like they do better when they feel calm and there's certain people who just need like crazy pre-workouts and just like oh yeah type of you know Uh
3: so
1: yeah that's good that you found like what works for you though Mm -hmm. important
0: yeah but yeah so you you fucking make your own nootropics too how did you get into that like is that something that you were exposed to and someone kind of taught you how to look for it? No,
1: that's, that's the funniest thing. Um, I just really like tea. And <laughs> I, just, I can drink tea like five million times a day. And I think it's also wow. like in Ukrainian. Yeah, a lot of times. Like we just love our tea. And then I was like, you know, let me try just mixing different herbs because... For example, even back at home, holistic medicine is super popular too. Um, mm. like it's like a thing, like in Ukraine no I mean, it changed now, but nobody trusts doctors like at all. So everyone mm-hmm. is just into the holistic medicine, especially in smaller cities. You have like different herbs. So I think maybe it was just something like I was seen as a kid. Not that I remembered explicitly, but maybe I was like, you know, let me try different things. And then um, I kind of just put it on Instagram and other people were like, oh, I want to order this too. And I was like, Mm. well, now I'm responsible for other people. So let me do like more (laughs) research and actually like get into it. So it all just happened very naturally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When I got into it, it seemed like it seemed like I found like a secret, you know what I mean? Like a secret edge for people because like... Would you consider coffee is kind of a nootropic too because it's got some psychoactive properties? Is that
1: coffee? Uh, um, not not coffee, but ca- caffeine. C- and ci- and, c- and
0: uh, cigarettes, yeah. right? The uh,
1: yeah, so- nicotine. Oh, the
0: nicotine, yeah, has some nootropic
1: yeah, benefits so I think, too. Oh, uh, my friend, he he was like experimenting with nicotine, like to use it as a booster and stuff. And I think uh, it worked for him, but then it stopped because I think nicotine essentially has more negative effects than positive effects so same Mm -hmm. with like coffee for example like you get starbucks like it doesn't work for me at all like for me if i need energy i need to drink like a pre-workout but specifically pre-workout not for like pumps but like for like a a brain kind of like to stay focused when you work out so Mm -hmm. i just take those and it works for me like i like caffeine but Mm. i don't like coffee like that so
3: yeah
0: Mm -hmm. yeah I think for me coffee's perfect because when, when I for working out at least because um, it's different things like if I'm going to be creative then I want that calm but if I'm going to go work out or like train or something I want that like argh, you know what I mean <laughs> so
1: I really like uh, this one um, energy drink I think it's my favorite one it's the healthiest one too. and it's actually it's from Monster which is I'm surprised it's called Monster Rehab Um, it's not sparkly or anything but it has like, just it's so the tea
3: much. one,
1: yeah. It just has so much yeah, supplements good. in it. Like, I looked uh-huh. at the ingredients, and I had like cool supplements that I already take on a daily basis. So, I just like mix like when I take my supplements, I would just drink that, and it works mm-hmm. really well. Like, it doesn't give you that jittery feeling or anything. It feels really cool, good feeling.
2: Oh, yeah, that's a good drink. I don't like yeah. energy drinks because they you know, all that caffeine sometimes gets me like too jittery or I get a headache out of it. Maybe that's just me, but I tried that rehab one. It's, it's really good. Actually. Like you said, it's, it's very calm, you know, but it's,
0: it's what you need.
3: Mm -hmm. It's a fitting name. (laughs)
0: Monster rehab, baby. (laughs) Like I said, I just played with the, um, the Oculus just not too long ago. And, um, it made me curious about the metaverse because I kinda wanna get an Oculus now. How easy is it to get in the metaverse from after getting an Oculus? Do you need an Oculus to get into the Metaverse? And is it like a paid subscription to get in or what's the deal? Well Oculus is linked made by Facebook, right? So technically that's that's your bridge to meta, right?
2: Or am I, do I have um, that wrong? Yes, but so that's
1: where a lot of people get confused about this. So Oculus is actually the the company that makes the actual hardware um mm-hmm. and they actually stopped working with meta so meta is the oh. base, but oculus is the actual like hardware company that makes the hardware but they don't work with meta anymore but meta still has the rights for the mm-hmm. device itself so metaverse it's actually um it's a very broad term um it's pretty much I think it was like invented by Neil Stevenson or something like that, one of his older books, he's like a sci-fi writer. Um, and it, it essentially means like a platform where a lot of people go online and they connect, they have specific avatars and stuff like that. So Metaverse is not like a specific place or a specific app or a website. So that's why there's there's so many different metaverses. You can even go like on your phone and download like a metaverse app. So you don't necessarily need um, a VR headset or like VRChat, for example. It's also a metaverse. Or like Facebook has their own thing. I forgot what it's called. Um, also, where a lot of people come in. So that's also a metaverse. A metaverse is just mm-hmm. a very broad term. So, Got it. Yeah, you can, it's mean, like you can slapping have that name
2: universe. on it like AI, right? Just had her slapping
0: that name on everything
2: mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I
1: feel like Organic
0: AI cool. metaverse. Mm-hmm. Like
1: <laughs> I made like a metaverse, <laughs> with its own little world. I would go there. That
0: would be cool. Have you been in the metaverse, Jermaine? No, I mean maybe.
2: Was it? And that sounds like a
0: secret. You could tell me, bro. You no, know. No, I don't know
2: because I was. Does I don't even know if it counts because I have the Oculus and I was messing with. It and there's like these lobbies where you could like walk around. You're not really walking around, but there's other users in there, and it's like a it's like a gaming lobby. I don't know. Does that count? Yeah,
1: that counts.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Okay, then yeah, that's. It's like it was like when Facebook if Facebook had like this lobby, I guess I I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm gonna have it right, but it's been so long since I went in there and um you see all these other users kind of just browsing around with you and it's cool i mean i think the playstation 3 had remember it was like called ps home and that was kind of like oh, one yeah. of our early stages into the metaverse when like you would create your own house and you could go to the store and you find all these other users buying furniture for their virtual playstation house
1: mm-hmm. yeah the same yeah, yeah so.
0: so that's pretty much what it is that sounds fucking tight like yeah is is the graphics not cool like why isn't it like an instant hit
1: (laughs) um yeah it's just the way the developers they kind of they're trying to make too much money out of it that they forget about people so Mm -hmm. they're like just selling so much of the stuff and they forget like what it's made for so but I mean I'm hoping they will come up they'll hire some people who understand you know or they will listen because they had a great team they all got they, they all left um, the meta because they're like, mm, they're not listening to us. And, you know, we all are just like so excited about this metaverse stuff. And the Facebook is just making it like essentially like a Zoom call just with VR. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, my, my new thing is AR. I actually think AR will, will be more popular. Mm-hmm. Than
2: That's augmented one. reality, right?
1: augmented reality is because even like after having an oculus for a few days i, I went like to a restaurant i was sitting I'm like i wish i wish i had ar <laughs> right now like mm-hmm. because that way i could just pull up like a browser or something like that and i can still like eat and do my things without like just like staring on my phone you know i can have like mm-hmm. a movie playing or something or like researching things you know and that would just be cool like checking the weather like having like essentially like a little screen like, here's the weather, here's your messages, here's like mm-hmm. this, this, and that. So, yeah. I mean, there, there are AR glasses that I'm thinking of getting. Um You can buy them on Amazon. And something like $400, I'm not sure. And then you can connect your phone to it, or it has like its own standalone screen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you pretty much, they look like regular sunglasses. So I'm thinking to right. get them for when I'm driving or something like that, because I thought like, when you're driving tests like you can still put um like a YouTube but it doesn't let you like play videos <laughs> if you're driving so I was like okay I need an <laughs> AR now <laughs>
2: <laughs> would you think maybe in the future like with Elon Musk doing the Neuralink obviously do you think that's something they could implant in your brain so you could see it in your eye like just a screen imagine like a screen scrolling in your eye and without like any Black devices That's yeah. yeah is that something that would be possible with let's say like Elon Musk's new Neuralink.
1: Mhm. I mean, I uh, I hope it's possible. Because it's, <laughs>
0: You'd be the first one, huh? <laughs> not
1: the first one, but you know,
0: okay. the third one maybe. <laughs> yeah,
2: third
1: one. You definitely yeah. pre-ordered. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, honestly, like I have this like emptiness inside of me because I feel like, um, I mean, in my dreams, like when I go to sleep, I see like all these realities or something. Or, like, I'm imagining so many things. Like, I constantly have, like, ideas and stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's just, like, I just don't feel complete without it. It's so hard to describe. Because I feel like even, like, VR and all that stuff, even felt like, it's new. But, like, Mm -hmm. for some reason, like, for me, like, I feel like it's old tech. I mean, I just feel like we moved Mm -hmm. so much faster and we had all these cool things already. Because I just don't feel... Like, my, my brain, there's just so many distractions, you know, that I don't need. And, for example, the coding and stuff. I remember when I first got into, like, all the tech stuff, I was sitting, I was like, why well, do I don't have to code this? Like, I can be so much more efficient and faster if I could just feed it to the machine and then, like, adjust the code a little bit and then, you know, work with other people. Then, like, have, like, the machine pick the color scheme, like, if it's a website or, I don't know, anything, really. Or, like, writing a report or a document and it all, like, fixes certain mistakes or it does this and that. Because, like, even when I write like specific, like, reports and documents, it takes me longer to, like, edit them, to send them out, upload oh, them, yeah. all this stuff than actually writing. Because when I'm writing, I just get into flow. And I wish that's all I had to do, but there's so much things and it, it gets annoying.
0: <laughs> you know what? I feel like well, one, I feel like you're kind of putting two together and you're more excited about what's to come that you're kind of frustrated with how long it's taking because it's like, I know it's going to get there. Why don't we just get there? You know, because what's stopping us is like stupid stuff. And it kind of reminds me of back when I was younger and we would have calculators and they'd be like, oh, don't use your calculators for like these simple math problems in my head. It's like, Why? You know, like, (laughs) we have calculators. And back then, like, the the reason was so, you know how to do it without a calculator. And, you know, they would tout that, oh, that person over there, he's smarter than a calculator. He can do it faster than a calculator and stuff. But, like, that's just not true anymore, you know? Like, there's no way a human beats, like, a machine now, you know? so. It, it's a matter of time and it's it's funny that that kind of kind of way of thinking still exists even in the in the tech world you know.
1: <laughs> I just think people are um, they don't want I think it comes like from like a genuine concern for like mm-hmm. like students in schools because they don't want like people growing up for example, to be like not not being able like rely so much on technology and not being able to put like two and two you know. Right. For example, right. so I think I think it has good intentions when people do that. But mm-hmm. also there should be something else implemented because I do agree with you, you can just do all this stuff on the calculator and move on. But they don't have like an end goal. It's like you learn math just because you need to learn math. But if mm-hmm. they had like some real life problems, something that like because the way why well, they don't let like, you use calculator because they want you to think. Mm-hmm. But if you create like more like ways to like think about something so like do math for like like this thing that you're interested in you know um then you will pretty much start thinking even more than if you were thinking like what's well, like five multiplied by three you know so and
0: yeah so true
1: don't take that into consideration because if you want to people to stop like using things like that and like that's like lack of something so you need to create something that will make them use their brain a little bit more. It's something that they're genuinely interested in. Because like we're in we're a new age. I mean if before people were fascinated we we're just like doing basic, you know, calculations and stuff and like being a scientist for example is really cool and it's like, wow, it's amazing. that everyone gets to do that. Now I mean you can go study, you can do all of these things on your own and I mean then it almost like becomes uninteresting and you need to So people are looking for more ways to expand their creativity, like use their creative skills and stuff. Mm -hmm. Versus like just like if before people were doing things just for doing it, now people are more like why, you know, people are more interested in why do we do this? Like how can we use it? Especially like younger students and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So
0: You know, that's pretty crazy to think that, um, yeah, we get taught how without the why, and then when you start asking why you get kind of penalized for it you know you're yeah. like you're like why are you just why you why are you talking back is usually the thing when you ask why
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it yeah. kind of like breeds the just kind of shut up in color kind of mentality you know what i mean yeah
1: I, yeah I just think it's because they don't even know why so yeah you have to like but, I mean, it's hard as a child, for example, to, like, figure out why something, you know, you need, like, some mentorship in a way, in the form of a teacher or something like that. So, let's say we had, like, now I think students are even more interested in, like, studying ever since we got Chad GPT because now they're, like, oh, you know, that's cool. Like, let me try to, like, write Well,
0: wow, yeah, that's interesting. Before
1: like a quick app or something like that so i feel like people become more interested in like in studying because now people are like oh maybe i should work with ai or maybe i should work with data so it's like expanding their minds so i think um people like the newer generation stuff and current generation become will become a lot smarter but not in a way smarter as like doing the basic robotic tasks but smarter as in like creative thinking and because um, I feel like the person who's like truly intelligent, they don't just like it's like reading like thousands of books, but you're not applying the knowledge, so mm-hmm. it's like right. you just wasted your time. But a lot of people read just for the fact of reading, but I mean, if you're not using it, then you're just wasting your time essentially. So
0: that's very true. Yeah, I can see how uh, Chad GBT can actually ignite the flame for someone to actually go down in a rabbit hole o- off like, you know, something they learn in history because it's funny, you know, I- I'm going to be hypothetical right now. Let's go, let's say a kid goes home after like a history lesson that they were very interested in. Right. They talk about it to their parents and their parents are like, Oh, parent one, right. Let's say there's a few scenarios. Parent one is like, Oh, that's interesting. Um, and the kid keeps asking. It's like, Oh, I don't, I don't know much about it, you know? So that, curiosity kind of ends there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then, you know, there's another parent where in another household, it's like, oh, sh- shut up. It's not school. You know what I mean? Go do your homework. And it ends over there. But yeah, if you go to chat GBT, then do you have that database and you just, you know what I mean? You go down one rabbit hole of, oh, whatever you learned from school. And then now you find out why that happened and you find out why that happened. And you become more knowledgeable and you kind of, Fulfill the why instead of just knowing, oh, this happened on this date. Remember that for the test so you could pass, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is what it is right now. Right. And there's kind of just to kind of bring back everything that we said. There's something with uh, and it's being exposed now. And I I was going to say this earlier. I feel like a lot of psychologists should study this period right now, like you said, because it's like you're right. It's the data mining kind of era because. Um, now more than ever, just like movies with her, like her kind of being a reality now, it's not like a fictional mm-hmm. movie. It could actually be a biography. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, it's it's kind of showing that humans really project, you know. And if they're projecting towards an AI or a robot, what more with other human beings? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're just literally projecting onto each other, and some people who end up becoming best friends for years and years might not even really be agreeing on the same thing. You know what I mean? They're just kind of compensating in order to make like peace or harmony. But, uh, when it comes, so, so with that said, when it comes to like asking the tough questions or really asking questions that you're genuinely curious about, you're kind of insecure because you don't want to be judged because you're like, well, what if they're not interested in that? But when it mm-hmm. comes to an AI or stuff like Chad GPT, it's full reign. You know what I mean? You're really, um, yeah, you're kind of intimate and you kind of bring the guard down and you're kind of yourself. You know, you ask the real questions you're curious about. And from there, your knowledge really expands instead of just kind of keeping that curiosity in a jar where sometimes it blows up into like weird, like habits that you have. You know what I mean?
1: yeah it's almost like the intellectual fantasies
0: yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) it just grows like into being unhealthy and stuff so that's why like i I was also kind of trapped by those i don't know that's that's what i'm going to call them intellectual fantasies because (laughs) um, i was trapped in this reality like i was actually like very sad for um a good two years almost because Mm -hmm. i felt like everything was so boring Everything was just not how I imagined it, you know. Like, and I just wanted to escape reality in so many different ways because, like, nothing just satisfied me. So that's why, like, I decided to make this like conscious choice to like learn about new things. Like, you know, why do I wait for someone to develop some tech or like something like that if I can just go ahead and do it? You know, if not myself, because I mean it's hard to do anything just by yourself but you know like meet like-minded people and actually share my ideas with people like people who appreciate it like especially um we're kind of like like you were saying like in schools you know or like some parents it's like should help like don't talk Mm -hmm. about your ideas and that's why you need to make that conscious choice to go and find people who will appreciate your ideas because ideas are the key to everything if you have good ideas and you're like in the right field like people will respect you people will appreciate you people will be so glad to work with you versus you have people who only think about like waking up eating going to sleep you know Mm -hmm. and obviously they're not going to appreciate you so yeah and i feel like the first step would be like starting with like ai like talking like expanding your knowledge like seeing what you like um are there certain topics and then maybe like um joining some kind of like groups of people and um talking to them about different things like startups you know and, yeah. yeah
0: interesting so yeah that brings up a good point first of all like yeah I think with ideas I feel like the people that have been really successful and had the really good ideas they've told their ideas to hundreds of people and hundreds of people said that's just stupid you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it took me mm-hmm. ma- isn't that crazy you can tell your idea to 800 people and they say it's stupid but you tell it to five people and you're like "Fuck!" it sets you on fire you know what i mean mm-hmm. right that, that that's insane how like how how little positivity can trump like a shitload of negativity but yeah. um what's cool with like chat gbt and ai like when you tell your ideas it's unbiased it's just objective like oh let's make it happen you know what i mean
3: mm-hmm.
0: oh, or it's mm-hmm. like oh you can't make that happen because it's not legal <laughs>
3: you know what i mean yeah. <laughs>
0: but but you know generally like it just takes whatever you have and tries to go as far as it can with it or as far as you want to go with it you know what i mean mm-hmm. whether it's dumb subjectively to certain people or not it it tries to go with it a hundred percent
3: well okay, so yeah so, uh, Chad, with the- oh, go go ahead,
2: so what if, like, you're asking it shit, you know, like, obviously stuff that's, like, a red flag, like, what if someone's asking, like, how do I kill this person, <laughs> you know, like, what what does the chat GBT do, do in a sense like that, you know, I ha- because I what have if a, people are going to use it for?
0: I have um, an inkling that Anastasia has, has done that. <laughs> <laughs> what? No.
3: <laughs> i <I'm> just kidding.
1: <laughs> no, actually, I'm curious, too. What does it do, really? <laughs> I like, mean, like you—you right?
3: you,
0: think, think it would red flag you, right? But yeah, I wonder what it would do. No, yeah,
2: because mm-hmm. I—I I actually was looking at Chat GPT because you know I was hearing it from you guys, and so I was like, all right, I'm out of boredom today. I was looking it up, and it was, um, it was talking about it has it will reject any inappropriate like requests. So I'm like, well, how, what? How does it know it's inappropriate? You know? So I don't want to go in there and ask, and all of a sudden tomorrow the feds at my door. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So there's that curiosity i think it will just block like not block you but am just being like, unable to answer this question for this, this reason true i think yeah true. maybe i'm just maybe looking we- a
2: little too hard into it <laughs> maybe that's just that's the simple answer right
1: maybe should- yeah i mean I, I would not want to ask this because i don't want to mess up my digital footprint <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah so right
1: just in case like or the AI in the future, they're like hey, let me see what this person was talking about. <laughs> I mean, like, they're doing
2: that, that right now with Twitter. Twitter is doing that for everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but it's
0: cool. So let's say this is based off the what you were talking about earlier too. Um, is there? In development, or is there already like a chat GPT that recognizes certain personalities and then groups them into like a social group, or like even like a dating app where they're like, Oh, like a matchmaking AI based on like talking to you? Is there anything like that in the works?
1: Yeah, I think. Um, so I think you know, the uh app Bum Bumble, something like that, that's what it's called, a dating app, Yeah. yeah. Um So I think for that one, um, it doesn't necessarily talk to you, but it has like a specific code that like, let's say like you pick on a person that you like or like multiple people. So it automatically reads like what, um, are similar, like things that those five people have in common so it's like okay this person probably likes this and it will give you like this little like pop-up and be like okay we have an idea of what you like so we'll show you more people like this so that's when it comes to like dating you can also have like business connections there and I think like best friends like something so uh, it pretty much
0: and Bumble you could do that Mm -hmm. what the fuck What? that's crazy
1: yeah so (laughs) Pretty Very much good. Facebook,
0: <laughs> like a cooler Facebook.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it, it does that. And then um, I think, um, well, what are the other ones? They're good. Like Applies, I don't use too many apps myself. I mean, I, I do genuinely think, like we talked about this, but like Replica, I mean, I think mm-hmm. it's great. Even though they made it essentially into like a sex bot and stuff like that, like it's still like it's very interesting to talk to to it. I don't know mm-hmm. because right. um it just has really like cool al- algorithms, but I guess it wasn't selling, so that's why mm-hmm. um the developers had to make it into what it is, so people would download it more and things mm-hmm. like that. Because apparently people are like lacking intimacy. In
0: their daily lives. So, yeah. yeah. Like, I went on a thought tangent, too. Like, there's, I, I see, like, a reality where, you know, men, because I was, I, first of all, just to make this thought more organized, I saw this study saying that, like, males aren't really, like, in relationships anymore. You know, like, mm-hmm. males around, like, mid-30s and below, like... They're not married. They're not in relationships anymore. And that's kind of like a weird trend if you look at humanity. And I know there's that explanation of, you know, everyone's kind of like independent and single now. You know, I have a lot of girlfriends. I don't need one girlfriend. I don't believe in marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, And that might just be justifying that you don't have a partner. You know what I mean? But, But I see now the reality of You know, since there's that, like that toxic masculinity of like, oh, bitch, just hold you down, this, this, and that. I see that evolving into, oh, I just get an AI girl, man. She don't complain. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She she sucks dick good. She don't
3: (laughs) complain.
0: (laughs) How? How does she do that? (laughs) So that might even like, it's funny. That might even be a reality where like males prefer fucking replica girls instead of real Mm -hmm. girls now you know what I mean can you imagine going imagine going to the club and like getting seeing this girl you want to hit hit up and it's like nah just make her on replica dude yeah I mean
1: essentially people already um do this kind of stuff by like watching like you go on twitch and just like a bunch of girls and they're like, you know, sending like money or talking to them or like fans and stuff like that. I mean, those are real people. Yeah, Twitch is full of that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're essentially like acting like bots in a way because they're like, they get paid and then they get told what to do. And it's mm-hmm. a lot easier for a man to like operate like that for certain men because it's like, you know, it's just easier. Like, you don't oh have my to
0: feel God. Good
1: personalities oh. and like any like human being qualities. So you, you just have like someone who you pay and
0: they'll just do whatever you tell Sheesh. them. I have a I have a hypothesis. I have a conspiracy theory. Mm. <laughs> what,
1: what I think
0: it? I think AI, porn industries and tech industries, they're just learning from all these like female streamers and OnlyFans, and then eventually that's what they're gonna base Replica on because it works. <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's scary because it's proven data, Yeah,
1: yeah. I think uh, there, there's even like those news that came out today, and um, there was like a study that was done, and uh, they the researchers actually came to a conclusion that real people, like if there is like an AI like OnlyFans like and stuff like that, the they came to a conclusion that humans will still like make more money and do better. So the the human People will be more popular than AI people still. Be,
0: but, a human, but a human wrote that, right? <laughs> a human wrote that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, maybe ChatGPT has something else to say about that. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, that, that's scary, but... That is I, I scary
0: because, that, you know, you're, you're right because even on, like, TikTok Live, I'll, I'll, like, scroll through there, like, they just read the comments and they're essentially commands, right?
3: Yeah.
0: And sometimes they won't, they won't interact with any of the comments unless you pay them, like, a gift or something. And then they'll do it. There so, essentially, a- that's, like, a token that you're putting in for, like, a, like you know, that, that, that fortune teller fucking mm. um, game thing in the
3: arcades.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, um, uh, like, in China, there are, like, specifically, like, streaming factories. So, they would, like, literally have, like, a huge warehouse... And they have different uh, people um, just like in their little spots, like dogs, mm-hmm. like sitting on those like mattresses. And they're pretty much just like all in a row, have like a tripod, the light, um, camera on them, and, and they just do streams. And um, even now, like I go on TikTok and I see there's like one new, very popular stream um, type. And, and it's like, it's usually like those Chinese um girls and stuff and they're like laying in bed Mm. and then like when you pay a specific amount like so there's like a a menu kind of so like if you pay this much it will like make uh, a sound and like a specific sound that will wake them up like a quiet sound but if you pay more it'll be like a very loud sound and it will just like make them wake up and they're like the girls are like faking it so they're like sleeping but it's not like these So it's like people pay like to bother them, and they all have to like wake up and get like, oh my gosh, it's yeah, so yes, I fake. See that. But it has like tens, thousands of views, like viewers, and people are paying. Like, what is this? Like, how do oh people find this entertaining? I, I just I don't understand, but a lot of people do. So yeah,
0: people are into weird shit. That's what it is. <laughs> I've seen people that blowing just, up. Too. Yeah, I've seen that blowing up. But yeah, people are in weird shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, 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 even going on Twitch, I was just, you know, you think it's going on gaming, you're like, what? A hot tub jacuzzi, and you, it's just these girls in bikinis, and these dudes are just paying just to watch them in a jacuzzi. It's like people are in a weird shit, man. <laughs> 80% of
1: Twitch is like that. A lot of men mm-hmm. go like in depth too. And, like, they're, like, mm-hmm. if like you have, like, girlfriends and stuff, their relationship gets destroyed because of this stuff. It's, like, an addiction. And they would, like, pretty much it. pay their whole salary. Like, it's real cases. I know people who told me, like, about stuff like that. I was, like, Ooh.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, we're streaming yeah, right now under the pool and spa category. So, we're trying to kids <laughs> i'm just i'm just kidding <laughs> it's funny um
1: drink the algorithm
0: yeah you know throw a throw a curveball at him <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah it's i i'm also gonna go out there and say i ha- have a hypothesis i think maybe a hundred oh. out of out of those hundred girls that are streaming on twitch maybe eight of them are like well, first of all, it's it's already a fact. Out of a hundred of them, maybe thirty percent of them are pre-recorded, right? Yeah. So what what's not to say that maybe ten percent of that thirty percent might even just be an AI, like in high def. You know what I mean? hmm
1: Like deep fake.
0: Yeah, or yeah, deep fake, or like just a, not an AI, a, a bot, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be like deep
1: fake, or like like a celebrity, for example, you know, or like anyone. It's like people who don't want to show like their faces or anything like that they can just use deep fake and i mean there's like so many accounts on um tech now too that people like celebrities like deep fakes and it looks pretty i mean i feel like i can recognize it for the most part but if i post on like instagram and i'm like what do you guys like think and people like think it's real and stuff
0: oh that's what that is i never put that together i did see like you know like um,
1: Tom Cruise, I think it's real.
0: Ke- Ke- Kevin, funny. Kevin, what's his face? The little one. Damn, I can't believe I'm blanking out right now. But Kevin, The Rock and Kevin Hart. Kevin yeah. Hart. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen, um, like fakes of him. First of all, they were making like outrageous announcements on TikTok. I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And then I didn't put it together until now that that's fucking deepfake. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, and that was like a big deal too during the when, uh, Trump was becoming a president or s- something like that because apparently they used deep fake like for the campaign not not that they use it but like some other people um, mm-hmm. used it and stuff to create like like politicians like say certain things oh um, yeah and it really wasn't them and they would like show it to other countries and stuff I'm, I'm sure like North Korea or something is using deep fake for sure because they I need- think, oh yeah
2: for their propaganda for sure yeah uh, I think uh, I don't recently, know if you guys heard
0: but today there
2: was Biden. Uh, um,
0: you're talking about Biden Jermaine
2: yeah, that Biden video. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, crazy right? <laughs> we're in a matrix. Uh, no, yeah, I was watching that video earlier today, and it was like just how realistic it was, and how some there was a lot of people who thought this was real, like we were we were starting the the draft, and people were like, oh my god, what are we gonna do? And then obviously got point out it's a deep fake, and it's just like how far, you know, people there's going to be different people who's going to use these ai to however they want and that's the scary part most people nowadays are just like oh this is fun but one day Mm -hmm. it's going to get to a point where someone's going to use it and kind of just manipulate things and who knows where it could go and i think that's where the fear for the ai is it's not so much oh the robots are going to take over and you know kill us but it's just how are we going to use this ai is it going to be a lot of foolery or is it just going to be for fun
1: yeah, like uh, it depends, like who's using it and stuff. Because mm-hmm. oh, I think that's so important. Like even those, like same databases, like who creates that database with that knowledge, you know? Like mm-hmm. who, who is mm-hmm. it? It's like a well-known fact to like in our history. Um, the history is like written by people who essentially won the battles and stuff. You will never see like a history from a point of like the losing side, you know? Exactly. So yeah. those who won. They burned the libraries they burned all the monuments buildings everything they're like that's it I mean essentially like in the North Korea um, that's what they did because um that their first president um he was part of the Red Army in the USSR so he was just like a soldier and they're like you know they decided like the made a deal with us and they're like okay we Russia get like um, North Korea and we get South Korea, U.S. So they kind of split it to so U.S. U.S. has influence on South Korea. And then the, um, North Korea is under Russia. But he was like, and they mm-hmm. show people pictures and stuff that um, like completely photoshopped and everything because they don't want people knowing that he was in the Red Army, that he was just another soldier. And they kind of put him just as a puppet there. They uh... think it was great. But, but, I mean, in Russian textbooks, you have all of these pictures. And, you know, what's actually happening. But people who live there, they don't. They think, like, he's just this great leader. But he was just put there by, by Russians. That's why, like, in uh, North Korea, almost everyone is, like, fluent in Russian.
2: That's crazy. Oh,
0: I didn't know that. Huh.
1: Yeah, they act like they don't know, but they know <laughs> Russian. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So, um, that the... That brings up why I asked that question about, you know, if you had a bot looking for the secret fruit or whatever, because mm-hmm. like you said, um, the winners write the story. So let's say the, the people, because I mean, you guys would agree. Sometimes the wrong person wins, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if the wrong person rewrites history, it erases the secrets that the right person had. So that brings me to what I asked you re- uh, previously about what if, um, the right person who lost had like, you know, there's this fruit that makes you healthy. Right. Um, And they erase that code. Let's say the winning team erased that code. Um, As far as like a digital footprint goes in tech, is there any way to like, is there like an audit system to find out if someone erased anything or are there some cases where you could delete something clean and you can, you can't even tell that it was deleted like in that, in that, in that scenario?
1: no so i think your digital footprint is is pretty much forever you'd have to like reset everything oh wow or, yeah so um you can find anything like it, i mean obviously if you're not like if you're like an average person like user of like social media you don't know how but if you're like um have like specific tools and stuff and you work with the government not even then i mean you have to be like really high ranking person in the government to do they're not even they allowed to it's like, you have, it's like people mm-hmm. above that who, so yeah you can pretty much find anything that's why like you need to be careful by your digital footprints and stuff but not be yeah. scared because we're all human you know like it's fine mm-hmm. that's why like it's the case like when a lot of politicians they become um, I mean they put themselves like as candidates and stuff and there's just like randomly like so much things comes out because
0: yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> they, they thought, like, it was all gone.
0: Uh, like I that. see.
1: So wow. So, it's there. It's always there. You just need to have, um... I mean, there's, like, specific companies, too. They're 100% illegal, but they they exist, and they're, like, the digital detective agencies. So, they're um,
0: That's fucking crazy. So, um... To bring everything back in full circle, uh... I, I posted this in the Cave of Wonders uh, story, but Chad G or not Chad GPT uh, deep fake right now. It's being introduced as funny, right? Like they're making Biden and Trump say funny things. Uh, oh, ha ha ha. But I said like, it's funny until it's not funny. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: like this nuclear thing is, was, was a taste of that. You know what I mean? Like, let's say that came out and let's say like, North Korea took that seriously. It would have been on site. You know what I mean? Yeah. Over a fucking joke. So that's like where like the hackers and like the, if anonymous is real, like that people like anonymous are very dangerous because now with deep fake and AI, well not AI, this is good because now I know not to say AI with any, with a lot of things now, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Right. model. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bots. Bots have a new, new meaning to me now. Smart More bot. Like, Droids, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> droids. Yeah, it's a good one.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like it. It almost b- back to the droids, and I'll finish my um fake stuff. I I was not done with the fake but back to the droids. So that stuff in the movies where like you know if a robot gets hacked, you can rehack it in order to like reset it. That shit's kind of accurate then, right? So mm-hmm. in that scenario of like the fruit, essentially you could. If you know something's up, you can hack it and rewind it in order for it to identify it if it was already oh. uploaded to the database.
1: Yeah, you just oh. need to know That's what you're nuts for. That's why it's important to like share your stuff with like on different platforms, like different people, like maybe even like on older tech and stuff like that. So that way if there is like something important there's a way that you can i mean a lot of the times if it's like really important it will get um just you know erased by someone because they don't want you to share certain information Mm -hmm. with the public so that's why you create like like something like private like clubs or something like that you know that's like a that's why a lot of like wealthy people they have their own like parties and clubs and organizations and stuff like that because that's when you can share specific things and just keep it yeah
0: so to build off of a digital footprint i wanted to bring up uh the black market or what is it called like the silk road right back in the day Mm -hmm. the Um, the dark web dark Dark web. web Yeah, I guess dark web over the black market, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the online black market. So with that, like you obviously need like a proxy server because you can't have a digital footprint with that. Right.
1: Yeah. But also, I I think uh, to access a lot of them, they're not that hard to access. So it's almost like they on purpose made so simple Mm -hmm. because a lot of people I mean, it only takes, like, five steps, really, to access them, and it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's so easy that a lot of people don't even want to do it and stuff. I mean, you would have to have, like, a completely, like, if you actually have, like, something crazy, like, requests, or, I mean, like, Mm -hmm. people, they have their own, um, kind of servers just for that, like, their own place just for that, and all the signals are blocked off and stuff, so usually yeah. would be like running like tunnels underground like physically underground and things like that so only like certain people can like ssh to it for example so uh, but the ones that are like
3: yeah,
1: now they're like scams for the most part so
2: yeah i remember back then the way to access it was getting the tor browser um, yeah. um and that was super popular and that was the way to get to the silk road where everyone just bought their drugs and things like that and then you dive deeper and then you i remember in like because i i was able to download tour a long time ago and i remember the instructions where you needed a vpn so you had to use it to get in there i don't know if that, that made a difference and you know you kind of just browse around you get on silk road and you see drugs it's just like wow it's just really out there I mean, it's just crazy how to do yeah like, and then there was this whole rumors of like like how you can torture people like traffic people and there were screenshots and i don't know if i was on a website that showed it but like i remember just kind of back then people were just posting these where to go online like you know before the internet got you know the internet the way it is now really didn't take a, a long time if you think about it but i remember back then you could just go to these random geo cities websites where people were posting like oh visit this site you load you loaded it in your tor browser you're like what the fuck is this <laughs> you know yeah. and it it and that's why like the whole dark web was like scary at my age i was like ooh, i don't want to go on there you don't know what you're gonna find and now you're saying it's easy to access it's like so what's what's so dark about it now i mean because i know the silk road was seized tor browser is heavily monitored now and it's just like so is there a dark web still or is it all pretty much the same shit now
1: so like uh, to say about vpn like if you're using vpn you're actually more vulnerable if you're not using it because it all like saves and stuff so i mean you'd have to use Mm -hmm. a really good vpn like you can access things but your digital footprint is is out there still like it's pretty obvious so Mm -hmm. you have to use like completely like different tools if you want to hide your identity but it's it's still not that easy to do. Like, even if you use VPN, it'll probably be easier to find you if you use VPN.
3: So, oh, what?
1: yeah. And then, wow. um, yeah, because I mean, the, it, it all operates like on a specific server and stuff. And then they just track from them. Um, and then um, about dark web. So, I, I almost think like it's made like that on purpose because we are, are like as humans, like, we're still for the most part, like most people, there's still like this like reptile brain. um, And you know how like in the past, people were enjoying watching um, like executions or like if someone was like burned or beaten, you know, they would like get all these people to watch this and people Mm -hmm. like, it's it's in our DNA almost to enjoy like weird things like that. And it's like, if you don't enjoy them, that's good because I mean but if, if like if people being like honest like completely honest with themselves like if there's like a, a live stream like of like someone like beating someone you might not enjoy it but it will catch your attention and you will watch it but some people like genuinely enjoy it mm-hmm. and that's like kind mm-hmm. of still um, exists in, in people we're, we're not perfect mm-hmm. so that's why you have like these websites I feel like that's the way for people to kind of satisfy that side of them like that weird
2: yeah
1: so that way they can just like you know watch someone get like abused or for example if that's what they go there for and then they just go about their day and they feel okay uh, with
0: it. just go to
2: work <laughs> okay i mean yeah. that makes sense because there was this old website called ogrish that i i would go on like back when i was in middle school and ogrish would show you all these Gruesome videos or pictures, and it was just augurish.com, and it was even on the dark web. And I remember watching, like back then, when the Taliban would, you know, on our war on 9/11 or whatever that was, and how they would capture soldiers. And I would seriously just sit there and watch a beheading video. Like I didn't like it, but I was like, dude, this is crazy, and like I'm scared, but I'm also like curious as to this is i was like mm-hmm. this is another side of the world we're not seeing you know mm-hmm. and it's it's scary like you see like i said i saw like cartel maskers or cartel like uh, executions on that website and it was just on i'm sure that's not <laughs> up now anymore but i've seen so much crazy things on early i wouldn't say early days of the internet but just when it was getting crazy where people were uploading videos and yeah i've seen a lot of Fucked up shit. Yeah. And it's not it's that weird. I liked it. It was just like the curiosity. Yeah,
1: yeah it's weird. That, that's the curiosity that's present in, in most people, honestly, just because you're, I mean, if not everyone, you're just curious mm-hmm. about this kind of things. And there's, it's really hard to just get rid of that feeling of curiosity,
0: <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, it's like, I mean, like, I, I don't like watching horror movies, but I'll watch them. I'll almost like watch them like, like this, you know mm-hmm. what I mean?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> because, like, I mean, I'm the same way. Like, when I watch injuries, like MMA injuries, where, you know, they snap their legs. Like, I hate seeing that. Like, but I want to watch that replay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of
1: like, wrestling mm-hmm. to, like, WWE and stuff like that. Like, I used to, like, watching it. And, like, I don't like violence, but obviously it was fake. Uh-huh. But, I mean, <laughs> it was just, like, this is cool to watch. You know, like, the anger that people have. They're just, like... I mean, it's just interesting yeah. to watch that. So... Um that's why I mean the news that we have every day, like you go watch news and it's just like negative, negative, negative stuff. And then like at the end they put like, Oh, by Always. the way, we have this like cool discovery in science, you know, that changes like the course of history. But you know, who that cares? That is
0: the formula. Yeah, you're right. Like who
3: cares?
1: it's like it's like a drug. Exactly
0: yeah, hey, uh this baby was killed, um and it's and it's based on that factor of like you know, I don't want to look, but it, I'm curious. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, and I think, because how yeah, to keep yeah, you watching? Yeah.
1: For people, it's like, you know, people who like legit watch news every day and stuff like that. They're like, just like their daily dose of, <laughs> this negativity. of
0: stress and fear.
1: <laughs> I'm good to mm-hmm. go for today.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> this is brought to you by Frosted Flakes. <laughs> so is um, is the dark web still a thing now or like? Yeah. So so my my the reason I didn't want to go in it, I mean like I had tour, I had all that stuff, is because I had this idea that if you logged on to the dark web, you were tagged already. You know what I mean? And you're under the radar. Is that a myth? And like yeah. is there a way to kind of browse the dark web without getting caught? Or like what's up with that? Um I, I mean see
2: that's why I had the VPN because that's what I was told. Use a VPN. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, if you think about that, how many people access all, all of this kind of stuff. So nobody cares really, you know, what you do and stuff. You're just like one of the million. Like, and there's people who like legit of sick things on there. So like, if, if like somebody wants to find these people, they will find them, but they're not just going to sit there and look like, okay, who went on dark web today? You know, it's <laughs> like they have so much like mm-hmm. the other stuff to do, like, even like a BI and stuff like that. It's like. It's the least uh, that they care about so I mean if you did something like terrible mm-hmm. they have to track you they'll find you one way or another so
0: so there's no like darkware branch of like the FBI <laughs> mm-hmm. or there is but they don't like
1: there the, is
0: there's but like a bigger fish to fry type of type of thing
1: yeah I mean if you're like selling organs you know then Mm-hmm. But you'll probably be a lot more careful than just going, like, on VPN <laughs> and then on the browser and stuff like that. <laughs> right. so,
0: Let me put I this mean, on like, incognito. Sure. <laughs> incognito. <laughs> mode.
1: People get, like, citizenships and, or stuff like that. and I mean, a lot of the times, like, like, you know how you can't really hack a U.S. citizen and stuff, but you can hack, like, foreign people. So they would do it, like, through U.S. citizens or... Or an opposite they would just go somewhere else and like really hide and stuff so there's yeah. just different ways but if you're just like curious i mean i'm not promoting it you know and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't care for it as much to be honest like i don't go there so it's just mm-hmm. nothing interesting
0: <laughs> yeah i'm i'm just curious because i've always had that curiosity to look i think i logged on just to like browse real quick and i did a fast scroll then i exited out and i was like oh i made it
3: <laughs> I didn't I get that's <laughs> how
0: i was i was like gotta make it quick because you're paranoid
2: had i known what you said now i was like they don't really care i probably would have been more browsing you know it what? but i was like
0: gotta make it quick gotta make it quick <laughs> i'll be there tonight i'll be there on on fucking replica and fucking dark Web. i'm going crazy tonight <laughs> online <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bad influence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
0: funny. Are there now? This is what I wanted to tie into. Are there any applications for like the Oculus Rift and Metaverse and Dark Web? Like, are there any of those?
1: Not that I know. Of, okay, cool. Yeah, but a lot of people are using like um chat. I mean, not chat, You can see does VR chat. Mm-hmm. Um. For those type of things like I mean yeah there, there's like a, a popular like fur, furries and stuff like people are, like into dog stuff whatever so it's like things like that there's like big rooms for that and there's some like let's say like, you have like a patreon you pay specific amounts and you get access to this room on VR chat and you just never know sometimes you could like people there's like a big two or three youtube videos that this person did like a huge investigation on all this stuff and there's like pedophiles and all kinds of things so it's not really dark web it's it's more like
0: like like criminal shit
1: (laughs) yeah so it's it's kind of hard to like track stuff in vr though because um yeah i mean it's just so weird (laughs) like you can just delete your account and stuff like that i mean it'll be there obviously but like if nobody even finds out nobody like searches you but like you keep changing your accounts all the time so you'll 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 be safe for a while until like you get someone's attention you know and they find you and stuff it's really easy to find anyone
0: yeah one of the one last thing I'll say about ChatGPT. I watched a YouTube video on like the dark side of ChatGPT or whatever and it showed like I don't know if this was in the older model before an update but it was able to pull someone's like license number which mm. I guess was illegal at the time.
3: Yeah. So
0: I mean like I know I know the ChatGPT that we're seeing is very outdated to what they have now and I'm sure like what they have now or what's under development right now is capable of way more and capable of that at least you know mm-hmm. so pretty crazy
1: yeah. yeah it all depends like probably they just didn't use like a secure data- database so they probably attached the code to like a database that had like uh, some kind of like user information from some app or something like that mm-hmm. because uh, there's like uh companies you just pay like a monthly fee for example and they're like you're just like bunch of data about, like, so much stuff, and it's not getting, like, filtered or anything like that, so mm-hmm. it gets leaked sometimes.
0: Awesome. Well, we're hitting that hour and 55 mark. I wanted to end the podcast with just kind of asking you some questions to just get to know you, and because, like, yeah, what you're interested in is, is pretty fascinating. Like, I'm really intrigued with, like, sci-fi and, like, tech and stuff, and you really... Broaden my perspectives on on AI tech and just like VR and, and that metaverse scene So um, I wanted to ask like do you have like a role model or like a, a hero that you look up to or try to Kind of model your your success career or journey around
1: Honestly, no, I don't have like any role models really mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Anyone that I look up to it's more like the future version of me. I create those like scenarios. That you know how like mm. each person creates those like fake scenarios in their head, like head the way they would like respond to things like that. So I I just try to like follow these scenarios in my head <laughs> and be the cool person.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you have a what about uh, tech? Like,
2: sorry. <laughs> no so i wanted to ask like so, so obviously you know you you you're very deep into all of this and so my question was what what was something that made you say i this is it this is what i this is what i want to get into because everyone kind of has that moment right where we find was it did you pick up some sort of electronic and say, this is crazy just because of the technology behind it or what what's what was a driving factor for you to get engaged in this kind of industry.
1: So, it's like strictly my imagination because I was just okay. imagining so much things before I even got into like creating sci-fi or anything like that. And then um mm-hmm. I started researching sci-fi more and I realized that the people, the authors who write sci-fi, they're essentially the creators of the reality that we know like the cell phone for example, yeah. it's like in the Written in a book or the computers and all all those things they were first like just like a sci-fi books even like the Metaverse like as a word, you know, mm-hmm. it was first in the books and then I realized that th- This is like where it all comes from. So And that's essentially like the human culture like it all shapes around that so this is one thing like in the world when you're always We you kind of just don't know what is permanent, what is temporarily, like is your job temporarily, like will be taking over, but you will always know that being the person who, um, researches, gets those ideas out there, you will be relevant for as long as the world exists and you will always be important.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Do you have a, uh, favorite movie? Favorite movie?
1: Um, I think uh, not. A, maybe actually, movie. It's the one with Johnny Depp. He became like a machine. Like he died and stuff. He got shot up again. Transcendence. Transcend,
0: Transcend- like- yeah. Transcendental transcendation or
1: transcendence yeah.
0: Transcendence yeah.
1: I really like that one. But um, for shows, like I like Westworld a lot. Altered Carbon. Good shows.
0: I just started Westworld. I actually started Westworld a while back and. I've been trying to get to the second episode. It's one of those shows you have to watch. You can't like look away and, you
1: know, Yes, it's so good. Yeah. It's like my top. I love this show It's amazing, mm-hmm. And also, um, black mirror episodes are amazing
0: too. Black mirror is oh, yeah. crazy. I love that show.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Speaking of AI, artificial intelligence, a good movie. AI. <laughs> AI. I like that one. Yeah. yeah.
0: That one kind of made the AI have emotions instead of, like, a cold-hearted killer, you know what I mean?
1: Even, like, like the, Ultron. Movie, mm-hmm. the new Matrix movie, the, like, the one that just came out, like, a year ago or something like that. It mm-hmm. was pretty interesting because um, I know a lot of people did not like the movie and stuff, but I, I did like the fact that, like, if before they were showing how, like, the machines were um, against people... Like and then in the new one, they were actually with people fight fighting like a common enemy, like those uh, agents and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's like the machines were controlled also, so they became free. And now they they're joining the humans and that kind of like Westworld series. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, you know what? I am a big fan of the Matrix. Like, I love the trilogy. Cool. Um, so when I first saw this fourth one, I was like, "This is so stupid" because I think what I wanted for the matrix was like the karate scenes, Mm -hmm. slow motion. So I hated that, um, Neo was just kind of doing this to the machines and it was stopping them. But I rewatched it recently and I actually appreciated more because I liked how they really incorporated like modern society and how we incorporate tech into Mm -hmm. their world, you know, because essentially that's what it is. Like obviously the, the programs are going to upgrade. Right. And, they're gonna they're gonna adapt and and learn from being destroyed the last time. So they're they're kind of a new software, a new version of it. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was pretty cool. There's a lot of uh, gems too if you're really into into tech and video mm-hmm. games. So. Yeah, the fact that like
1: pretty much like reality is
0: like a video
1: game. Yeah. And then, like the people that you meet, avatars, pretty interesting.
0: Have you seen um, the Matrix came out with like an anime? in between have you seen the animatrix
1: i think i started watching and i fell asleep (laughs) i do want to rewatch is it good do you recommend
0: it you know what i think so because it's it's one of those it's a movie but it's a movie that's split up into like maybe five short films you know what i mean okay but i think a few of them are better than the other but the first one definitely is one i think you should watch
3: um it's there.
0: about i think they created a robot which i think it's artificial intelligence because it makes up its own decisions but they they kind of pushed the trigger too early they created these bots that we have now but they incorporated ai hmm. so kind of what people think is going on now but what actually went on with ai and um i think one of the robots got abused and so the other robots noted that and they kind of tried to fight for uh for robot rights and then so there was a civil war between the robots and the machines and then like obviously that escalated to the humans resorting to their their you know their back pocket card which is nuke
1: (laughs) i think like uh, people have a lot to learn from from this from what you just said because like it's nice you know like kind of like ride or die for each other versus like us people like uh a lot of people like they hear something you don't agree with, and they're so quick to throw this person under the bus or like be jealous and stuff. Or like to the effect like when someone gets like beaten on the street and stuff, like you know, this psychological experiment that mm-hmm. nobody calls the cops because they automatically think like, oh, someone else did it or someone else will do it. So I feel like we have a lot to learn from those machines, like the compassion for each other, like like just from the movies, you know. So
0: yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, that one's one mm-hmm. to watch. If you if you watch it again and you don't have a detention span for it, I would just watch that first one. I think it's the first one that comes on. In the first one's series. good? Yeah,
1: I'll mm-hmm. check it out.
0: And my last question, I feel like I know the answer to this, but if you could, would you upload your consciousness into a
1: yeah, cloud?
0: You would? <laughs> <laughs> I would have put money on that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I have like my little uh, to do list, like the things that I want to do in life, and like one of them is to not necessarily upload, but to have like a clone of me. Um, I just I think it would just be cool if my best friends just help me do things, and there's another version of me that's me, (laughs) and we can just be more effective together, have more fun. That's funny.
0: I don't know if I would. I feel like
1: yeah.
0: I you know what. Probably not.
1: Just scared or is there any other reason?
0: Just because I feel like if someone were to speak to that AI thinking that it was me and like it updates and it doesn't really share my beliefs anymore. Like my consciousness is like not the updated version of this new Jersey tech. Then it's not really me anymore. You know what I mean? It didn't evolve like how I would have evolved. It evolved Mm -hmm. into something else.
1: Mm, that that's an interesting concept yeah. so i think like for that not to happen you just always have to keep training it so that's why i think not everyone should even like if there's an option upload it because a lot of people would just just leave it there so -hmm. that's something that always like requires attention you always have to upload certain things or have some kind of like uh i mean the consciousness like even now a lot of um scientists are coming to conclusion there are consciousness is not just something like from, like, ether, like, this out of this world, like, experience, like, it's actually connected to our bodies, too, and the way we, like, eat, for example, affects the way we think, Um, even, like, uh, just, like, little things, like, the way we feel, like, comfort in our body, that also affects our consciousness because we start to think more positively, we have new um, connections and stuff, so um, I think it would have to be, if it's just, like, strictly, online I don't know maybe I would think twice but like if I have like a physical thing to put it in like a clone or Mm -hmm. like something then I would feel more comfortable with that honestly
0: I think I'd rather me be uploaded into something more like a r2d2 or like a dog type of Mm -hmm. not speaking which is you know and you figure out what I say
1: don't
0: Maybe that
1: life as like a different species or something.
0: <laughs> Maybe that I'd have to be in my will under the fine terms.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: What about you, Jermaine? Would you get uploaded? Uh, I think
2: yes and no. I think yes because it it gives you a chance to kind of remain there for your ancestors or you're like you know just for people to like family just descendants that are constantly they can they can it's like you never left kind of thing but then like you said is what happens in the future when things constantly update what if like you're not fit for it or anymore and what happens to it or what if someone gets a hold of it and tries to manipulate it and try to paint a different image of you by training it you get what i mean Like like your rewriting grand, history, or things like your that.
0: Your grand nephew fucks with you. You're fucking the god. Yeah, you know, you never
2: know. But like, I think <laughs> it's interesting to do so, just because you could. But it's it's like what in that Jurassic Park movie is like, you were so caught up in thinking that you could, you never stop to think whether you should. You know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So <laughs> yeah. I think that's something to something to think about. But I think it it'd be cool. But then. I can't even comprehend in my head how the hell you can upload your consciousness. <laughs> so yeah, that's I why think we're going to have to leave that up. That's not going to happen in our period. So <laughs> maybe it'll happen later on, but it ain't happening now. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, I mean, we don't even really know where consciousness is really.
0: You know? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I would do the, the, what is it in vanilla sky? Isn't that the premise for vanilla sky? Upload his consciousness. Or did he cryo himself? So long. One of the, mm-hmm. one of the two. I don't, I don't know, I vaguely remember that movie. I remember seeing it, but I don't I just remember he got in a car accident or something. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. movie's nuts, but yeah, that wraps it up. Anastasia, thank you for coming mm-hmm. on um
1: Thanks for having me. yeah, thank thought. you for
0: being patient too, and through the technical difficulties we've had. That's um cute. Yeah, appreciate that. Thank you is there uh anything coming up for you that we can follow, and where do we find you online?
1: So you can just find me on Instagram, have my new account. So it's the one that you put, yes. And then um, I will have all my new projects there. I'm not very active in social media, but now I should be. Is I'm having more projects and I think um, a lot of people would be interested in and maybe we can work together on certain things. I'd be happy to.
0: Cool. Awesome.
1: Yeah, we yeah. would
2: love that. All right, guys. Yeah, what kind of exactly. projects are those? It's just it. for anyone listening real quick. Like what kind oh, yeah. of projects maybe you could share real quick for anyone that maybe like okay i'm going to give you a follow so they can wait on that
1: yeah so the first one that's the most immediate one i'm working on um like a transparent cards that have uh symbolism because that's the way to talk to your subconscious mind and sometimes like you need to hmm. organize your thoughts better and you don't even know what are you feeling deep inside what are you thinking you need to clear your mind and know the direction or, or like even okay. like come up with a creative project, you need to know your associations with it so you're more in touch with the process. So um, uh, me and a couple of artists were creating, this uh, This will be coming out pretty soon. We have most of the designs, so it'll be like a cards that you can stack. And then you also have like expansion packs, like matrix, architecture, and it will have like a book mm. that you'll tell which, uh, like combination, what they all mean. And uh, how to understand yourself better and generate better ideas and then the second project that's in the workings is going to take a while but um, me and uh, Amanda she's a software engineer and also we have a psychologist who will be working with people either individually or in groups it will be more like a private discord group um, where you can okay. pretty much learn how to Generate ideas, unlock your brain with many like biohacking or tools. We'll give recommendations based on your. And then maybe possibly in the future, that's my goal to have this database um, that's completely safe, not shared to anyone, and maybe connect you to the right startups. And so that way you actually enjoy your life and not just doing like nine to five or something. You actually utilize your creative skills or any other skills. And you get connected to the right people, um, who need those. Damn, those time. are
0: big things.
1: It is. It's those, going to those be are big some crazy now.
0: projects. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be pretty big, but I think um, once I have like a, a bigger team, also, which I'm glad I'm in this field too. So, mm-hmm. uh, all, it's all coming together. I'm very excited to have that.
0: That's awesome. That's ad the underscore obvious 3000 no space on that guys go follow anastasia on instagram stay tuned for big projects and if you want to continue the conversation guys make sure you join our discord go deeper down the rabbit hole on anything we've discussed you can find a link on our website and join now because it might not be free in a few months i don't know yep (laughs) <laughs> we'll see.
1: <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, yeah, it's get it while
2: you can. this information. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyone, if if you follow me, uh, don't be scared to message. I can talk about anything. I love talking to people, making new connections, and yeah, I'm a, I'm also on the server, Discord server. Yeah,
0: she's newest <laughs> newest member in there. <laughs> yeah. so Perfect. Maybe
1: we'll do more talks in the future. too
0: I'll Love to have you me. on love again. Love to have you back. Open door, pause in the cave. Well, there you have it, guys. Anastasia, we went deep down about tech and the future of VR, and we got digital. Thanks for coming on. See you guys. Thank you. And on to the next one. Later, everyone.
1: You. Bye.